Hello, I'm Miles, and welcome to the Bite Size Marketing Podcast. This is an episode in a series that aims to make marketing easy to understand and simple for businesses of any size to implement. I hope you enjoy. So let's start off and talk about general marketing myths and why they shouldn't be a thing. Um, Before we start, uh, if you have got any questions, please pop them in the chat. Um, I am going to be monitoring them uh, and I'll be happy to answer any, uh, well, I'm not saying that you're going to have a marketing myth, but you may well have a common question um, that you'd like the answer to. And I'm happy to answer it or I'm happy to point out that it may well be a myth. (laughs) Okay, so the first uh, marketing myth is the statement that marketing is a waste of time and money. And I tried marketing and it doesn't work. Now, um, I find this question or this statement is made uh, commonly by people that I go and chat to about doing their marketing for them. And um, when I ask some probing questions, it turns out that um, most of the time they haven't been going about the marketing in the right way. The most common mistake that I find when people say that marketing doesn't work is that they have tried some form of marketing in isolation of any other marketing to support it. And by that, I mean, I don't know, let's say uh, I talk to someone about maybe doing some local radio spots and they're like, oh, no, we tried local radio and it didn't work. (laughs) And we got nothing from it. Uh, And when I ask a few more probing questions, Uh, the answer comes back that they could only afford (laughs) to do the radio spots on their own. There was no sort of uh, tie-in of other communications to back up the radio. Um, We've talked about this before. Uh, People need to have multiple touch points. Uh, It used to be like four point something, then it went up to seven point something. Um, Now in the digital age, I think it's in double figures. It's 13 plus now in terms of how many times people need to see or interact with your brand before they commit to buying. So just being heard on the radio with your advertising spot is not enough. It needs to be backed up with some press ads in the local paper, some social media action, a change of focus on your website. If you've got a shop front, putting something in the window, you know, there's multiple things that you need to do to activate people during a marketing campaign. So that's the first one. The second one is, don't we need to just be digital these days? All I need to do is digital marketing or online marketing. And I'd say that for some people, this is true. Um, For others, not so much. And it all revolves around your target market. So you need to keep your target market in mind in all of the marketing that you do. And we'll talk a little bit more about target markets in a second, because there's another myth that revolves around target markets. But um, what what's really important is that if your prime target market is just operating or just residing on social platforms, then, of course, 
fine. Just do online marketing. However, if you are able to reach them in the real world, you might find that the sort of the two pronged attack becomes very effective. So no, you don't just only have to be online these days. Dependent on when where your target market is will depend whether you deal with them in real life <laughs> uh, or uh, in real life and on the web. Marketing gets quick results. This is something that's banded around. And I think that maybe... Maybe it's part of culture now that we're sort of like an instant generation, right? We want things now. We don't wait for things anymore. <laughs> you know, so what, uh, often, you know, people send you an email and then they bring you up five minutes later saying, I've sent you an email. You haven't responded, right? We are an instant generation. But marketing isn't, an, in general terms, isn't an instant fix, the vast majority of marketing activity is a long-term game. And I'm going to, uh, in a, a, a few minutes' time, I'm going to uh, read off some stats in terms of how long, on average, it takes for an activity to actually break even and give you a return on your investment. Obviously, these uh, figures are going to be on average. But what I can say about certainly... Uh, Inbound marketing, like outbound marketing, when you're sending stuff up, that can, um, you know, give you quicker results. But inbound marketing, having people contact you for your products and services does take a little bit time of time to establish. So, no, marketing is not a quick fix. I would urge everyone who's doing marketing activity to think about it as a long term investment and a continual long-term investment, not just something that you do, you know, as a one-off and expect it to uh, work and have an effect. The plans and the activity that you put in place today, you'll see the fruits of their labor in six months, nine months, a year plus time. Okay. Here's a good one. And this is very relevant to, to the times we're living in at the moment. Um, times are hard. I should cut my marketing budget. Um, look, sometimes businesses need to make difficult decisions. And sometimes that can mean that you cut your marketing spend. However, if this is a common approach and your competitors are cutting their marketing spend and potentially going out of business, um, I would suggest that in hard times, now would absolutely be the right time to maintain your marketing budget or even increase it because you will take advantage on the fact that your competitors aren't um, being out there in the arena and getting their messages out. So in tough times, I would urge you, along with you know a strategic plan, if you like, to perhaps be a little bit more active on your marketing. Here's one. Right. So I get, I get this a lot. Um, it's about target markets. And when I ask people who their target market is, they will often say, it's everybody, Miles. It's everybody. And I get that. And when I ask further questions, all right, 
Everybody does perhaps buy your product or engage with it, especially if you're a consumer facing product. So, all right, you might have men and women of different age groups and different socioeconomic uh, levels, right? However, what I'm going to charge you to try and do is to whittle it down and distill whom most often buys your product. So in order to be effective in your marketing, you need to target people. You, it's very ineffective to try and target everybody because in speaking to everybody, in fact, you speak to nobody. So I would say, OK, I understand that everybody buys your products, but whom buys them most often? And then target that group with your marketing. It will become more effective for you. Direct mail, all right, the old snail mail and print does not work. Um, I've heard this lately from some of my clients. Um, and I'm going to say to you that it does. And uh, going back to my point about um, people doing thing le things less, with a lot of people saving money and doing things digitally because you don't have to pay for an email to get sent out. Well, you do if you use a bit of software, but in essence, it's incredibly um, cheap and most of the time um, free to use. And now with the Royal Mail, uh, with the price of a stamp going up and the cost of printing and all of that fun stuff, the logistics involved, a lot of people think that they can save money by not doing uh, printed mail shots. However, I've got some stats for you. And uh, in a recent survey, it was shown that 5.1% of recipients of direct mail actually responded. And to hold that up, only on average 0.6% will respond or engage to an email. So, you know, the there is less landing through people's mailbox. So you, the physical mailbox through, through the post. Um, so you have a, an opportunity here now to stand out. Um, I get the point that maybe a lot of people work from home, but that doesn't mean that post is just getting left around the place. It does get forwarded on to people's um, places of work, be that in a, a shared office or, or at home. So, um, I would urge you to think about physical mail being part of your overall marketing strategy and certainly as part of a sales funnel, because we're talking about multiple points of contact. So, you know, if people interact with you on social media, then they see something arrive on the doormat through the post, then they get an email from you. You know, these are multiple points of contact, which not only, uh, you know, activate potentially activate that person, your target market, but also it opens up the opportunity to have multiple conversations with them. All right. So don't throw the uh, the postal baby out with the bathwater. OK. Uh, right. So those are my general. Um, sorry, I was just checking my just checking my feed. Um, those are the general uh, marketing myths debunked. Um, let's talk. Oh, yeah. See, I told you we'd sort of cut out. Um, let's talk about digital marketing myths. So 
Um, the first one is this. I need to be on all social media platforms. Right. I'm going to say right now that you do not need to be on all social media platforms. If you have large budgets, knock yourself out. If you've got the time and money to spend focusing on every social media outlet there, then please do. OK, I'm going to say focus on where your target market is and they may well preside on multiple platforms. But like I said before, try and drill down to your key target market and do one platform really well. So, you know, I often hear like, should I be on Twitter as an example? And, you know, only if your target market is there. Should I be on Instagram? Well, only if you your target market is there and it's relevant to what you do. So really think about um, streamlining your social channels and doing the social channels that you're on really, really well. In fact, I would say that being on all social media channels can have a negative effect on your brand. Because if I go to your Facebook page and you haven't updated it for a year, I'm going to think that you're inactive. If I go to your Twitter handle, your, your Twitter page and find that you've only got 13 followers, well, I'm going to think that, you know, you're, you're not much of a company. So put, put your <laughs> virtual eggs in one basket and do one or two platforms really, really well. Here's a great one, right? I hear this a lot. Miles, do I need to post every day? Absolutely not. If you have an abundance of premium content, then fine. Post every day. However, I'm going to uh, offer some words of uh, caution here. OK, so often with algorithms, they're only going to prioritize your very latest post. And this is true with certainly with LinkedIn. OK, so uh, when you make a post with the LinkedIn, it shows it to a small amount of your connections. And uh, if that post gets engagement, it shows it to more of your connections. If you then post again on LinkedIn, it will then start to focus on your new post and it will give less priority to your older post. So. Think about giving your posts some breathing room to actually get some traction. Not everybody is going to be on social media every day. Like, I'm sure there are some of you out there who um, very regularly maybe just come on and see that I've posted um, and watch my webinar. And it could be three or four days later. Um, so please think about not posting every day unless you've got this abundance of content because creating lots of content and you'll do yourself some damage if you like by posting every day for a week and the following week you haven't got enough content to continue posting every day or you start posting bullshit and posting for the sake of posting and then people are going to be disin uh, di disconnected with you and maybe pull away from your platform. So think about posting uh, better quality less often.
Uh, right, here's one. Uh, only influencers with large followings can help me when I'm trying to promote my products. You know, so um, the very big influencers that have millions of followers, you know, the Kardashians of this world, um, by all means, if you've got enormous budgets, then um, engage with them. However, there are micro and macro influencers out there that may well be better for you in terms of speaking to your target market. And, you know, think about what aligns best with your brand values. Think about what aligns best with your tone of voice. When jumping into bed, metaphorically, with um, a collaborator or an influencer, make sure you do your homework. Make sure that they really do align with who you are and the message that you want to get out there. And you might find that someone that's got um, maybe just a couple of thousand followers actually gets more engagement within their comments with their audience than someone that's got 10,000 followers. Um, I would say, you know, be wary about someone that's just got a few hundred followers. Um, it's likely that the really micro people like that aren't going to have enough reach to be um, effective for you. But my, my uh, advice is to do your research. Right. Uh, <laughs> email marketing is dead. It's not. Um, you might experience sort of email fatigue where you get bombarded with email. But a few weeks, uh, maybe a few months ago now, I did a, a, an email marketing uh, focused webinar and it's definitely not dead. Um, I, I would say to make it effective, you need to personalize it. Personalize the title personalize the content of the email. Try and be a little bit more specific and not generic. Just like banging out 10,000 emails to a database, then you are going to get that sort of 0.6% um, um, open and response rate. By being more targeted with your message, making sure that the content is relevant to the recipient is a much better way of getting them to engage. And certainly, it's a great cheap platform for talking to your customers on a regular basis. It's Let's just remember that marketing isn't just for getting new customers. It's for talking to your existing and lapsed, lapsed customers. And obviously, marketing in general is about talking to your staff as well on a regular basis, which, you know, is something that I'm quite passionate about. <laughs> Here we go. This is a very uh, apt for someone of my age. Only young people use social media. Right. Well, sharpen your pencils. Here's some stats. 40-40% of LinkedIn users are aged between 46 and 55. Interesting. Facebook, 55% of Facebook users are 35 plus. So no, social media isn't the domain of the young. They may well be the early adopters on some platforms. But, you know, um, the older age group is now taking over Snapchats, taking over TikTok. 
So don't just think of um, social media as being somewhere that young people only um, hang out. Um, believe me, all of the young, trendy, young people are all hanging out on a platform that you probably are not even aware of at the moment. <laughs> okay. You will, maybe you will be in a couple of years' time. And this sort of follows on that, you know, uh, maybe platforms like Snapchat and TikTok aren't relevant for my business. Um, a lot of people make this statement without ever have downloaded TikTok and actually had a look on it. Um, TikTok, in my opinion, is full of little microcosms of niches. And I'm pretty sure that most businesses could find a nice little niche to talk to on TikTok. So, again, like I said earlier on, you know, what social media platforms should I be on? Well, depending on who your target market is, TikTok could be a platform for you. But I air some caution. It is a video um, content uh, social media site. So the production of lots of video content is going to be essential to you actually making some progress. Um, lots of personal services, you know, lawyers, mortgage brokers, a lot of them have got a massive following on TikTok because they're there providing great video content and great advice. Um, one of the, the sort of, not not areas on the side of caution bit, but one of the things I would point out is if you have a, a business which is, localized let's say that your whatever services you offer are um local to where perhaps you can travel to as an example maybe you, you do a physical job um there is no point really having 10 million followers in america right because <laughs> they're never going to buy off you so just think about that think about your target market and where they are Right. So that is the end of my sort of my top tips in terms of the digitalness. Um, I was just going to come back to something I said earlier about, you know, marketing being long term. And I'm going to leave you with these stats that I found um, on the web this morning that um, in order to reach break even and then start to get some return on your investment, the average SEO campaign takes nine months to break even all right and start to turn a profit so and listen to these stats facts the average ppc all right when you when you're doing that performance marketing that we talked about with shirt last week on average it takes four months for you to break even with email campaigns it takes seven months to break even and with PR, it can take nine months, all right, to get your money back. Now, a lot of you will be watching this saying, oh, but Miles, you know, I've done PR and I've had results from it instantly. A lot of people will say that they've done pay-per-click and got results for it instantly. Of course you will have, okay? But on average, to make the level of spend break even or start to uh, make a profit, you do need to work at marketing for a long period. So when it came back to one of my first myths, was, which was, Miles, I've tried marketing and it doesn't work. 
it's generally because you have not done it consistently for long enough in the right places. Oops, a daisy. There we go. There goes the phone. All right. So um, some interesting stuff there. Thank you so much indeed for listening to this bite-sized podcast. Uh, If you have any questions at all, please do not hesitate to contact me. You can email me on miles at milesmarketing, all one word, .co.uk. Or why don't you send me an inappropriate GIF? You can do that on WhatsApp. Uh, It's plus 44-754-069-5785. And however you get in touch, please do let me know what you think of the podcast. Let me know if you put any of these uh, tips into action and what the outcome was. So I hope you have enjoyed this and uh, I'll see you next time.